Good evening and welcome to the Psychic Caller Shop. I'm Ace tonight, and of course, with me tonight is the Techie with Moses Techie Show. How are you, darling? I, you know, I'm here. Okay. You can be um, just here. Do what now? You can be just here. Yeah, sorry guys, it's about the best I'm doing. My, uh, <laughs> my been... Christmas decided not to be quite so merry and bright. Not my fault. I've... No, 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 not your fault, not your fault. Um, it, it's more so I have this bad luck thing mm -hmm. with, like, getting struck on holidays with something. Right. Like, I got to be sick. I got to deal with a skin issue. I've got to do a thing. Mm -hmm. I've, like, I got to have a doctor experiment with, like, flipping blood pressure meds. Mm -hmm. Like, something. Yeah. Every holiday. Like, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm here. You're here. Okay. You're doing quite well. You've got up. You walked today. I haven't heard you scream that much. No, no, no. I've been doing pretty well. It's it's a cyst, skin issue thing. Mm -hmm. It's kind of... Oh, my body being extra. Uh -huh. Literally. <laughs> literally. Very so, literally. So, yeah, anyhow. Hey, Shannon. Hey, Brenda. Hello, Shannon. Hello, Brenda. Nice to see you guys. Thank you for joining us. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but oh. no, Christmas was decent. I didn't kill anybody. I know, exactly. Like, we could have died. Yeah, you could have. Like, those temperatures... I, was in. Oh, I know. What the hell was your mood? I wanted a very simple... Christmas. We do three activities. It's over. Christmas is done. We can go and watch our movie and relax. Yeah, that wasn't quite what happened. <laughs> that ain't what happened. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I have to give him points for being a trooper. He did cook all day. Um, so his mama just got restarted on a med that I think is making her sleepy. So she slept and read most of the day. So she barely made it off the couch. Um, I couldn't make it out of bed. Um, and yeah, the invisible assistant couldn't either. Yeah. Uh, so he was a trooper. I gotta give him credit. He was a trooper. Mm -hmm. Um, but we made it through. We all stayed warm. Everyone stayed warm. Yeah. Um, the propane heat solution. We actually never got above medium, did we, on the propane? No, we never went above medium on the propane. Yeah. So we went way negative and never went above medium. Right. Now, am I saying it was like a balmy Florida day in this house? No, it was not. No, we never went no. below 62. Because at 61, 62, I decided that we would move the temperature to medium yep. and see what they'd done. Yep. Yep. Like, and we never had to fire trooper. off to high yet. Yeah, we haven't had to go up to high. 
Uh-huh. Um, and he was a super trooper because before I let him go to medium, I was like, hey, you better have an extra tank. Mm-hmm. Um, so he went out and got an extra tank because my theory was I know our luck. Mm-hmm. If we go to medium, mm-hmm. that tank will go empty at mm-hmm. 4 a.m. Right. And then it's not just a matter of in this horrible weather and horrible temps of go outside, swap the tank, which is bad enough. It will be go to the store, find a tank, mm-hmm. come back, hook it up, you know, and then we're battling the right. severe temperature drop in the house. Yeah. So, yeah. But no, we did all the things. Yes. And I think it was like 1 a.m. when it finally exhausted itself or something. Um, was it? I don't know. Give me a minute. I have to go in because I. That one changed out at like 11. And we okay. went to the second tank, and I had a third tank, and it just ran out last night. Yeah. I I just remember I had a conversation with your mother. I swear to God, I looked over at it, and it was glowing, and I went, okay. Yeah. And then, like, because we were all kind of headed to bed. And yeah, I was getting I, up. Well, yeah. And there was just like this brief interlude and it was like, why did it suddenly get a little colder? Yeah. And so we went back and looked and no, it was out. So I think when I looked at it was just at it's like last dying, like glow. Uh, So. But no, propane's gone well. Propane's gone well. Yeah. We're liking it. We're going to be expanding it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. been a nice warm heat, so it hasn't kicked off your you asthma, right? So that's, been, that's nice. been my problem in general. Um, yeah. is normally I have to have like pots of water boiling all fucking winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like it's been especially bad with the electric heat. Yeah, the electric heat just you know turn the it's steam. Dry. It's dry. It's just heat. Yeah, it's a sauna. Right, wood fire pisses it off every time coal fire i cannot do yeah so that's the reason we were a gas heated house but you know mountain air gas is a little bitch so we're gonna probably go propane totally and gizmo i've had enough of you today you sit down (laughs) and you be executive gizmo has been on the case yes can we just say yeah exactly See, Brenda, I, I'm normally okay with the water simmering on the stove, or at least I used to be, until my brother fell asleep with one on top of a kerosene heater. Uh-huh. And I had to clean the disaster that became. Right. Um, I I have never scrubbed so much in my life. Right. Um, because, yeah, it was bad. Um, because they like to, like, they, he tried, uh, him, him and his ex tried really hard to clean it up, mm-hmm. but then when they left, it was just, you could tell. Yeah. Like, it was a permanent stain in the house. Oh yeah. Like, but mom and I scrubbed and scrubbed and scrubbed and scrubbed and scrubbed enough that she could repaint. Yeah. And cover it over. Right. Because that was the problem she had. She originally thought, eh, I'll just slap paint over it. No one will tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she tried that. Yeah. It you just fell tell. off. Right. Well, it wasn't that it just peeled off. It's that, like, it, it like, backlit it. Mm-hmm. 
like you could see it, the smoke damage through the paint and it was right. like oh crap right so yeah we had to like get all that paint off that right. she had just put up and all right i'm gonna have to go off camera for a minute okay. i gotta put a little boy in his timeout chair all righty go put him in timeout poor executive uh gizmo he he has been trying so hard to take over the office today um he, he <laughs> Asim has struggled with him all day long um so believe uh, believe believe us when we say gizmo's had many chances to avoid timeout today um he's just finally making it in um but no so i've always been we uh, like really weary after that incident with uh the kerosene heater thing to ever leave water boiling Right, like well, that's just, why I like the the diffusers or the oh yeah, humidifiers. yeah. Oh and, yeah, I'm great with like humidifiers, vaporizers, like diffusers. the ionics. Yeah, yeah. No, he wants to go play, which is fine. I will play with him for 20, 30 minutes, an hour, but he has wanted to play all day today. And instead of being the nice gizmo that takes his toy and goes over and plays, no, he wants to slap me and claw me today, and I've had enough. Play, 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 play. Yeah. Do you want to play now? Do you want to play now? Do you want to play now? Yeah. <laughs> this is what the dog said to him all day. Yeah, I've been working with a three-year-old on crack. I don't know what the invisible assistant fed him last night, but he has been a hyper little shit today. I don't know. Did they get anything different last night? I don't know because we're doing that now. All right, guys. So we got tired of the dog food. Let me rephrase <laughs> that. We got tired of our dogs with the dog food. So well, we, we got tired of the dogs with the dog food. We got tired of trying to uh, fight everyone else on the eastern seaboard, apparently, at Walmart. Right. Trying to buy the food that, that our dogs will eat. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it just got to a point it, it was ridiculous right yeah so we done the math calculations i'm like i can make them dog food cheaper yeah so we've been natural feeding them the rice and chicken and vegetable dog food supplemented with they've always gotten scraps yeah. um so i don't That's know they may have gotten some christmas scraps last night i know they're having beef stew tonight oh yeah oh I knew they would get these stew there. Well, still, they're going to love that. Yeah, they always um, love yeah. Oh, yeah. So Brenda's on the same boat, finding dog and cat food. Have you gone through the thing yet where you have to buy two cans if you can find them? Buy two cans and then wait and go back and then maybe you've got to buy two more cans or a can and wait? Yeah. Like, that's what we kept getting into is, like, we typically go in by, like, a week's worth. Right. You know, normal, sane quantities, especially mm -hmm. West Virginia in winter. Right. You know, normal, sane quantities. But then all of a sudden, it got to a point, it was like everyone was stocking for six months. Right. Or a year. I don't know what was going on. Anyhow. <laughs> so Shannon won't give them, uh, give her cats uh, human food because... Uh, worried about them getting the poops i do have to say anna doesn't really give a shit about yeah. human food i've never seen her get excited about human food she loves bread though 
-mm. Like, no loaf of bread is safe. She loves bread bags. She loves bread bags. Okay, that's more important. Um, Like, if we leave a a loaf of bread where she can get to it, she will Mm -hmm. rip it open and walk away. Right. Um, That's the only human food interest we have seen her have. Right. Um, Now, Ollie, I'm pretty sure, was raised by stoners in a bathroom off of, like, hand-fed Taco Bell. Like, he will this eat. is what I've sworn up and down. Well, he 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 will eat hand fed, uh-huh. uh, and Taco Bell is like his go to. He has to get he has to go into timeout if we're having Taco Bell. Uh, uh yes, and God forbid the nacho cheese right. is his catnip. Yes, like the the like this cat hits Nirvana with mm-hmm. nacho cheese. Right. <laughs> Oh, oh, well, that's probably also the, the like, cream part of ice cream. It's the sugar um, part of ice cream because cats can't do sugar. But uh, no, if anybody wants to grab a pen, I'll give you the, what I'm feeding my dogs. This lasts them for about 7 to 10 days. Oh, 10 yeah. pounds of chicken in the bone. Yes, it is $6.67. Okay. You take that and you buy a bag of frozen peas or green beans or, you know, we even do broccoli once in a while. That's 98 cents. Then we buy two pounds of rice. And we throw this all in an Instapot. We take out the chicken bones, leaving the cartridge because it's good for their skin. And we also add a tablespoon of garlic, a tablespoon of turmeric, um, and salt and pepper because Vlad is a salt and pepper puppy. Um, and he is. He is. He, <laughs> he he gets a little upset if you don't flavor his food. Yeah, he, he like he he's gourmet. Yeah, hates mustard. Oh my god, that dog hates mustard. Yes, mother tried giving him a uh, doubled egg, and you would have thought she had handed him a. Rock or something. Oh my god, he must have been so mad. Oh, he was furious. Wiping his snout all over the place. So anyway, you throw the chicken in, you do it on poultry, it's going to take about three batches. So I do it in a batch. You take it out, you you debone it, you leave all the goodness that you can in there, you take that broth, it's about the broth, you had two cups of rice, you throw the chicken back in there. You throw in your peas, your carrots, your whatever. If you want to give them pumpkin, you can throw pumpkin or butternut squash, whatever you get on clearance. You hit it for 10 minutes in the instant pot. You let it cool off and you give them a cup a day. And they will love you. And if they get arthritis, they'll stop getting arthritis. If they get allergies, they'll stop getting allergies. Stop having so much problems with their allergies. And the garlic gets rid of the fleas. So we've yeah, been... if only we can figure out the magical formulation to give him better breath. I don't Let know. Me t- I got to share with y'all. Now, Vlad, more than I think anything else in the world, loves popcorn. So does Ollie, the cat. Yes. Now, Ollie's kind. Mm-hmm. Vlad is not. No, he is savage. Yeah. Like, so I'm trying to watch a movie last night. Like, I finally got comfortable. I'm trying to watch a movie. I'm sitting there. He has found, um, gone out and gotten some canisters of popcorn. 
And I'm sitting there trying to have my nice lay on the couch, watch my movie, eat some popcorn moment. And this dog comes over and he is like less than a foot from my face. And he just keeps breathing aggressively towards me. He won't take the popcorn. Like he's well behaved. But that breath. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah, baby carrots. Yeah, no, popcorn yeah. in this house. You could get that dog to commit murder for popcorn. Right. Um, <sighs> see, here is the thing. If he, if you give Vlad a baby carrot or you give him celery, you have to dip them in ranch. If you do not dip them in ranch, he will not eat them. Or peanut butter. Or peanut butter. Yeah. Like, yeah. he'll eat about anything with peanut butter on it. He'll eat about anything with ranch on it. Right. Not to be confused with blue cheese, because boy, does he hate that. Yes. Like, I've never seen him so upset as when you tried to give him, because you tried blue cheese on a salad. Yes. Or I think there might have been a uh, uh, salad dressing mix-up. No, Either way, you ended up, yeah, well, yeah, you ended up, oh, yeah, he's totally spoiled. Like, what part of this conversation made it sound like he was not spoiled? The dog has taste and preferences and a specially balanced menu at this point. Mm -hmm. He literally buys food, human food, for the dog. Mm -hmm. He tailors his fast food order for the dog. Like, I didn't know he liked mustard. How I much? thought he hated mustard. I truly thought he hated mustard. <laughs> How much popcorn and can he travel? Um, You know, he'll need a driver. And really not that much. Right. Like, we're, we're talking about a couple of cups. I, I'm pretty sure you can commit a murder. Right. Like, and be your best friend for life. Right. Like... If someone breaks into our house, they literally just have to have, like, a pre-pop bag of popcorn. They can take everything we own. Yeah. The dog will not care. Right. Granted, in a normal sense, you know, the, the dog will lick you to death. But, you know, he only barks aggressively. <laughs> like, that's it. It's his total defense. He barks. Yeah. Jesmo's the one you've got to be uh, wary of. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one we can't figure out what his trigger is, but he has one. Yeah. We have not figured out conclusively what the trigger is, but one, like, for some people, he is absolutely calm, loving, dear, sweet, wonderful gizmo, and he will take all the love and pets he can get. Right. And then for other people, he's, you know, Cujo. Yeah. And he goes for the jugular every right. time. And it's like, no! <laughs> so it's made it real problematic to introduce him to new people. Right. Um, because you don't know what you're going to get. Like, we can't find the rhyme or reason. We thought we right. knew for a minute. We thought it was skinny men. Um, we thought at one point it might have had something to do with a particular drug of choice. Mm -hmm. um, we've ruled that out. Um like we've gone through everything like right. i don't get what his malfunction is right like something triggers him though 
and he just he's no i'm taking you down yeah um i don't know what it is so he doesn't he you know he's not going to be a touring dog yeah i'm down to it's got to be either a laundry detergent a fabric softener something mm-hmm because he seems okay until he, it, it's like that look he gets of like, I got a whiff of something and I don't like you now. Right. So. We don't know what it is. We haven't figured yeah. it out. It may be Tide because we've used Gain. We've used all. It may be Tide. Like he yeah, doesn't like Tide. Yeah. True. Because even the fabric softener, we're, we're kind of brand agnostic. Yes. Like we've bounced around that aisle a little yeah. too um yeah we're assuming a really bad previous human right um for those of you not familiar uh gizmo was founded uh originally found under a trailer we got him he was covered in fiberglass insulation mm -hmm. like we like to never brush that out of him we're still not got it all out what yeah well, i'm still getting it out of his hinds this spring when oh. i shave his hinds we'll finally get those out oh my god god this has been like almost a year and a half yeah Two, yeah year and a half it'll be july he'll be uh, four so yeah because he's he's really particular about his hides yeah like he'll sit still for most everything but you get back there and it's mm -mm, nope 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 yeah and we have found that he does have at least one embedded bb yeah yeah so it is what it is. He's here. He's just a little runchbunctious three-year-old that has driven his daddy crazy. <laughs> but he's sweet. He's sweet. He's lovable. He's normally very good. Like, he's got his toys. It's winter, so he can't go outside for that long. He knows this. So, oh, yeah. He got his blankie. He all had normally happy-go-puppy, but tonight it's not the night. Yeah. yeah. All righty. So that went on a little longer than we thought it would, but here we are. True, but that's okay. Yeah. Um. So why don't we take a break and when we come back, let's discuss it. Let's go for Amber. Well, let's talk Amber Heard and then we'll take a break because this one okay. is this is a follow up to a story we've previously covered. It is. Well, the Amber her Amber just settled her defamation case with Johnny. She can't afford an impossible bill. Oh, I am sure of that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so her attorneys have just filed to appeal uh, the chilling verdict in favor of Johnny Depp during their defamation trial. So you might be wondering where Amber Heard, oh, come on, um, where Amber Heard is now and what results she's hoping for in a new round of legal proceedings. Heard, who claimed she was a victim of domestic abuse in a personal essay published by the Washington Post in 2016, was found to have defamed her ex-husband in June 2022. He was awarded $15 million in compensation and punitive damages, while she won counterclaims against the Pirates of the Caribbean star and was awarded $2 million in damages. So it sounds like a net $13 million towards Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Um, her legal team now argues that the trial was held in a wholly inconvenient location and they objected to the judge's decision to exclude certain pieces of evidence, including notes from therapists that documented years of the alleged abuse. So where is Amber Heard now and what are the details of her appeal? 
Um, she's reportedly living in Spain under a pseudonym with her daughter, uh, Onga, on, Una, Una. Mm -hmm. since her defamation trial against Johnny Depp was finalized in 2022. Um, the trial, uh, was exhausting for her, a, sor a source told people. She missed her little girl and has spent the last few months in Europe um which she loves and that the uh she is able to just be a mom there um the insider continued she is focused on raising her daughter she spends every day with her girl they stroll around visit parks and enjoy family time amber is a great mom yeah. oh so yeah well that's debatable on multiple <laughs> levels um, because I don't think her face is non-recognizable in this in Spain in general, but she isn't that big of a star there. And this is one of the well, arguments that she tried to, I'm not a U.S. citizen, you can't sue me because I am not a state resident anywhere. Yeah, it's a little bit of a... Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, no, you, you, you can sue in the U.S. Yes, and you were a U.S. citizen when the suit began. You continued to be a U.S. citizen. The only It was a week before the verdict was announced that you sold your home and ran to Spain. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's last minute. Right. Mary. Well, not only that, but she's in trouble with her two insurance companies. Oh, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, they have settled. Mm -hmm. I think she has to pay Johnny Depp $1 million. Mm -hmm. Which yeah. I'm getting a feeling at this point is probably going to bankrupt her. I have a feeling it does bankrupt her. I mean, I, I'm just sitting here going a lot of what she has done. And sure. I'm not saying she, she wasn't an actress with her own career and, mm -hmm. you know, did some movies. I don't think she ever got to the star power level that she was commanding high fee. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I'm not saying she hasn't been well paid for her right. roles. I'm just saying I don't think she's gotten the kind of money to just have a million laying around. Right. Well, she got paid a um, million dollars for Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, she said, I can't afford an impossible, an impossible bill. One that not only just financially, but also psychologically, physically, and emotionally exhausts me, the actor said. Women shouldn't have to face abuse or bankruptcy for speaking the truth, but unfortunately, in it is not uncommon. Well, you know, if you lie multiple times, then yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, you know, and she's in Spain now, and they have even more harder stances on some of the stunts she's pulled. Mm -hmm. um, Though she's currently arguing, or has argued, that, that women shouldn't have to face abuse or bankruptcy for speaking her truth, but unfortunately is not uncommon. Right. And I'm sitting here going, okay, but here's the thing. Right. See... You didn't just speak your truth. Right. Um, you you took to a public forum. Right. 
in terms of a newspaper or, or a magazine, you, you, <laughs> and then the allegations you made mm-hmm. were such that they were, some of them were demonstrably, provably false. So one, you weren't speaking your truth. Right. Um, I, and I don't mean as in there's doubt. Right. Like, did he, didn't he, you know, could he, couldn't he? No, it was like clear, like, I don't know what you're talking about because he couldn't have done that. Right. There was no way for him to do that. So either your timeline's wrong. Right. Which I think I would have double checked that. Right. Before making a very, you know, salacious claim. Um, and at least got your timeline right. Mm-hmm. Or it was never true to begin with. Right. And you didn't really pay attention. Right. You also doctored images. And lied, uh, which was even on national would, TV, to yeah. a UK judge. You know, she still has court cases, possibly in the UK. One of the... Uh, Bailey's are looking at it to see if they want to reopen that case and charge her with perjury. But she told the judge she donated her $7 million that went to her in the divorce settlement. Mm-hmm. She did not. Well, she's pledged to donate. That was the distinction she kept making. Yeah. But was she pledged to donate it. Yes. She just hadn't donated it yet. And it's like, well, when do you plan to do that? Mm-hmm. Like, does anyone else get this problem with her that's like listening to Donald Trump talk? Mm-hmm. Where there's like, I don't think that she knows that what she's saying is untrue. Right. But I think she bends the truth to mm-hmm. a point. Right. That it's it, it just. Like, you've got to play a level of gymnastics mm-hmm. to believe it right? And, and hold confidence in it that in the future, this will be true. Right. You know, it, it's... Yeah. I, like, it's it's out there. It, right. It's, it's a, lot of, a lot of struggle to really go, okay, I see what you did there. Right. That's not really what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's what bugged me. Raya is still up against her. Is looking at uh, is looking at it because you know investigations that Amber heard over vir- uh, virtual dog incident is still going on. Um, so she may be in trouble there. Um, so of course she runs to Spain. She's been seen in Israel. She is supposedly a person of the world. She has no home is what she claimed in the U S thing in the U S appeal at court. Yeah. And that's choices she made for herself. Right. It's not poor homeless Amber Heard. Mm-hmm. It's. Yeah, you sold your house and decided not to settle anywhere, and you've just been kind of free floating. And you're mostly doing that, trying to avoid 
-hmm. having a legal residence where you can be served mm -hmm. is what it seems like. Like, I'm sorry, but that's what it comes down as. You have no permanent address because you're sick and tired of process server. Right. Because every time you have one, they show up. Right. Like. Yeah. Well, you know, in the house that she sold, she had in a trust. We all know where that money came from. That money came from Elon Musk, who is apparently very um, stretched for cash at the moment because his debacle of taking over Twitter, which he's failing at. Yeah, yeah. That that was the bridge too far, I think. Right. Now I'm waiting then again, it's Elon up. Musk. He makes money like crazy. Yeah, that's debatable. I mean, because, well, you know, we have Tesla, who's now under federal investigation, has been under federal mm -hmm. investigation. Um, now the FCC will not let him be with Twitter. Oh, no. You know. No, no, no. <laughs> no one wants to leave him alone for Twitter. No. Nah. I like, mean, and that is like the penultimate in the, the lesson in management where if you replace management. Right. New management needs to sit back, shut up and listen. Right. For six months. Right. So you understand what's going on, maybe some of why it's going on. Mm -hmm. And then you start to formulate a plan for changes. Right. Um, that both incorporate like the actual realities of what you're doing in the business you're in. Right. And, you know, the the like pre-answer some questions about why we can't do that. Right. So well, not only why we can't do that, but why things are not going to, you know, work well. Um, and, of course, we know Twitter is a dying platform. Yeah, it's, I, I think it died faster after Elon took over. Well, it is going to be a dying platform even after Elon takes it. It's going to be okay. evenly worse. Yeah, that, that just sped it up. Right. Um, yeah, Twitter was in massive need of like a new feature set. It needed right. to refine its place. Right. Um, it needed to expand and grow and become more than what it was. Right. Unfortunately, the the direction that Elon saw that going in right. was let's just keep doing what we're doing, but bring back all the worst people. Right. And it's like that's not better. Right. Like, that was the general world reaction. That's not better. Right. That wasn't what we were, were really hating on Twitter for. Yeah. What we're hating on Twitter for is your failure to enforce your policies. Mm -hmm. Your failure to correct your policies. Your failure to adapt your policies. And your continuation of when I open up my Twitter that I'm seeing... You know, the KKK marching in support of Trump and Pence. Yeah. I mean, why are these images even allowed? Yeah. Like, I, I don't think the problem with Twitter was there wasn't enough freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've long been advocates of freedom of speech is not freedom from rep repercussion. Right. Um. And granted, I, for one, appreciate when racists say racist things so that we know they're racist. Right. Um, but at the same time, 
part of the repercussion for that is oh, no, mm-hmm. no, no. Right. You can now exit this space. Right. Like, we're sorry, take your opinion elsewhere. You you can write it in your own, like, newsletter. You can post it all over town. Mm-hmm. You can do a lot of things. You can keep a journal about all your racist ideologies. Mm-hmm. You know, but thank you. You've identified yourself. Now, please exit. Um, you know, and when we say please, we mean by order of banishment. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, um, that, that's been the general idea. Like, no one has a problem when we do this with, with pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Like, we, I don't think anyone really, I mean, Republicans may have some issues with when we do this to, to rapists. Right. Um, like, because there's there's always that argument of, but like, you're ruining a young man's life. Right. He had so much going for him, and these cool. allegations. Mm-hmm. You know, it's he said, she said. Like, right. oh, cringe, 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 cringe. And again, mm-hmm. I like, and I can say that in terms of also denouncing Amber Heard at the same right. time. Yes. Like. Honesty. When the allegations are true, mm-hmm. when the allegations are provable, when it doesn't look like, you know, an underrated starlet right. trying to, to turn her divorce into a publicity stunt, mm-hmm. and oh, poor Amber Heard, right. you know, who will now forever be remembered. Mm-hmm. as the woman who stopped Johnny Depp from being abusive because she called him out. Because I think that was her game plan. Well, her game plan, and, and I'm really upset with her ACLU allies here. So normally I'm a backer of the ACLU, but they really targeted Johnny Depp, and I don't know why. I think it was because she was trying to hold her donation to them over the, her head because she became yeah. an ambassador to them. When she said she would be donating, I think it was uh, $2.5 million to them. I don't even know there was that. I think it's in a, in a Me Too mm-hmm. era. Mm-hmm. There was a really strong push, and there has been, and it's legitimate, mm-hmm. um, to believe women when they say, mm-hmm. this has happened to me. Right. This is what it was, and this is what it looked like, and this is how it occurred. Mm-hmm. And yes, I know they're popular, and I know that they're successful, and they're big name, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But they are like, this is who perpetrated this against me. I think this is the point where we have to find the medium. Right. All right. So, do you recognize this restaurant? Yes. What restaurant is this? Oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's um, Bobblehead. Bobblehead? Lauren Bobblehead's restaurant. (laughs) Oh, Lauren Boebert. Yeah. Um, It's closed. It's failed. And it's replaced by a Mexican restaurant. What was the... Well, yeah, but... Cafe is being replaced by a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, Shooter's Cafe will be a Mexican restaurant. Yes. 
Oh, just further proving Mexican restaurants will open anywhere. Yes, they will. Like there's just can I just say there is not an unacceptable placement for a Mexican restaurant. No, not at all. Like they will go into a former Kmart, they will right. go into a former like you name it. Mm-hmm. They will show up and turn that into a restaurant. Yeah. You'll never know. Right. Yeah. I That's hope amazing. they do a lot of cleaning. I think that they're going to have to do a lot of cleaning. Or at least patch some walls. Because you know there had to be a few gun incidents. Oh, there has been. Yep. Um, So I just think this is karma at its best. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very much so. All right, guys, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some other news topics and hot topics. Awesome. Hi, I'm Dottie the Psychic, and I'm sure you're wondering why I'm not wearing any makeup. Well, one reason is to irritate my social media manager, Asen Knight. Hi, Asen. The other reason is because I like to get to the naked truth about what it means to be a neurodivergent LGBT person with psychic abilities. I've got vlogs, blogs, and podcasts, and videos all related to trying to live my best life and helping witches and bitches do the same thing. So, you can check all that out and get a reading from Dottie the Psychic at D-O-T-T-I-E the Psychic dot com. Safe travel and much profit to you. Do you have a cute pet? We know you do. Each week, Tracy Van chooses from submitted photos a featured reader for her Facebook page and provides a tarot reading. Your adorable pet cat, dog, rabbit, goat, chicken, snake, or more could be her next featured reader. Visit TracyBan.com, T-R-A-C-Y-B-A-N-N.com, and click Featured Reader to submit. We look forward to seeing your pet next. Hey everybody, Lady Gwendolyn here, and I am here to tell you how to get in contact with me and a little bit about what I do. I am the High Priestess that works with shadow work to help you grow and heal. And I work with um, access bars, Reiki, I do power forms. I'm recently getting into crystal healing, sound therapy as well. So you can go to Lady Gwendolyn Healing. That is L-A-D-Y-G-W-E-N-D-O-L-Y-N-H-E-A-L-I-N-G dot com. Book your appointment with me. I do in person. I do over the phone. I do over Zoom. We can do that as well. Um, My main goal is to help you grow and heal because I've been there, I'm still going through it, and I let my strength help guide you. See you soon. Hey everybody, Natalie here from The Pendulum's Path. If you are in need of guidance, direction, spiritual connection, healing, 
or more, you have come to the right place. I have worked as a psychic and a medium for over three years, connecting people from all over the world with their loved ones, giving them insight and guidance into their current situations, their past healings, their blockages, and what they need to know in order for them to have a better future. It would be my absolute honor if you would come to my website at www.thependulumspath.com, visit my shop. I have a whole bunch of crystals, oils, bombs, mystery boxes, and more. And visit my services. I offer 15-minute, 30-minute, and 60-minute sessions. I also have email readings available if you're not comfortable with the one-on-one session with me or if you just want to try me out. I encourage you to come visit me at The Pendulum's Path, and let's get you back on the right track today. All right. Welcome back. So... Do you want to take on Buffalo Blizzard? Oh, alrighty. So that's the death toll from Blizzard up to at least 32, not surpassing, or excuse me, surpassing Blizzard of 77. Mm-hmm. All right, so Buffalo, New York, at least 32 deaths connected to the Blizzard of 22 have been confirmed by local officials as of Tuesday afternoon with the majority coming within the city of Buffalo. The number surpasses the most commonly reported death toll from the blizzard of 77, widely known as Buffalo's worst storm of all time, at least prior to this week. Um, Erie County Executive Mark Palanikars uh, said the medical examiner's office has confirmed 31 storm-related deaths, and one more was reported from Niagara County. The death toll may continue to grow. Um, um, oh, go ahead. What's surprising here is 17 were found outside. Seven uh, were from no heat. Three were from uh, cardiac events to shoveling or snowblowing. Three were in, stand, in uh, standard strolled vehicles. And one was an EMS delay. Uh, so Tuesday, they identified the killed man in the storm as Tommy... Uh, uh, Timothy, Timothy Murphy, yeah, of yeah. Lockett. They report he died from carbon monoxide poisoning after heavy snow covered his furnace exhaust vent. Mm-hmm. Hmm? It's unfortunate, but can happen. Right. Now, what's even more unfortunate, what's more scary, is they don't know what the death toll is going to be for New York once they've got to let the snow thaw. Mm-hmm. So it may be mid-spring. Mm-hmm. Well, and they may end up with missing persons reports from the storm that they won't resolve for years. Yeah. Like, that's another problem um, that you end up having is people will go missing during storms. Right. Um, have had a car accident, gone off, you know, an embankment. Right. And they may not find the car. Yeah. And did, like, and it leaves people questioning, is this just a horribly timed exit? Like they meant to go like, you know, as in someone goes missing, you don't automatically assume the worst, mm-hmm. um, you know, because while that is what it could be, some people just choose to up and leave. Yeah. Um, and it's just a horribly timed exit if you decide to do that in the middle of a blizzard. Right. Like, 
that that seems kind of intent on leaving people thinking that you died in a blizzard. Right. Um, so don't do that. No. Just you know, generally. Just generally. And, you know, you never know. You just never know. Um, we haven't got death reports for West Virginia. We haven't gotten death reports for the rest of the eastern seaboard. We know that we got hit across America, which is something I noticed was going on. And I was trying to get over to my Astro calendar um, to look and see what happened the 17th through the 22nd. Mm -hmm. All right. So Mercury went into Capricorn, transiting Uranus and, and Taurus. Senior entered Libra on the 18th. We're looking for the 22nd. 22nd. Venus and Capricorn transits Uranus and Taurus. Um, and then we had the new moon on the 23rd. We also had Chiron going direct in Aries. Um, on the 23rd and 24th, Mercury entered and pissed off um, Neptune in Pisces. No major movements from Saturn. However, Uranus was getting smacked and hit a lot. And we have Venus over there. Do like shiny things really taking and doing and doing some rude behavior? Uh -huh. So I, since we had our guest last Tuesday on, um, I think you know I'm going to be watching this a lot more often. Just what's going on astrologically? Yes. Well, I'm also noticing a numerical. So from 77 to 22, we have not had a horrible blizzard with the intense, same intensity. Right. Um, I find it interesting the years are double digits. Right. Like, you know, I was just curious if you had a numerology on that one. Well, see here, we have 22. Uh, let's grab our paper and pen. Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to ask the question. You talk about numerology all the time. Like, yes. it's sitting right there in front of me. <laughs> 2, 17, 20, 22. Do we have the day of the storm for 77? Um, Let's see. Uh, January 28th to February 1st. So, so. 1 slash 28 slash mm -hmm. 1977. Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> they were both eight days. They were both eight days. Yep. So if a blizzard is starting on an eight day, one should be concerned? Mm, possibly. I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, I find it interesting. The energies were the same. Like, they were both an eight day. Uh -huh. um, it's a six year. And it's both a six year. Okay. 77 was a six year. 
2022 has been a sixth year. 77 both had financial crises. 22 has had financial crises. They were both an eight day and a six year. I mean, you, you can keep breaking it down, but those are your two commonalities. Well, both were years with high fuel costs. Yes. Like, I mean, we're saving some money using propane, but we're not saving a crap ton of money. Well, not a crap ton, but it is much cheaper than electric. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, though, it, it's still a high fuel cost. Right. I'm going to apologize if you guys hear the load-in music. I just want to run a chart. Ooh. Yep, we heard the load-in. <laughs> oh. Like, I love my astrology software. Oh, Shannon, I love it. I think we all need to see the terms and conditions for 2023. Well, can, can we nope out of a year? I'm sorry. Can we nope out of a year? Um, I think that we can work spiritually on changing a year. I mean, can we just make it like December 273rd of 2022 and just keep going? <laughs> like, And yes, I, numbers make me happy. Yes, I think you will probably you're you're going to probably get really into numerology. I hope you really take it on. You know, you and my sister agree on that because I've had a book on numerology since the nineties. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she did. She bought it for me, and I was like, "Oh, okay, numerology. Mm -hmm. Cool." And I played with it for like 10 minutes and I like it went on a shelf and I just never. All right. I just, I don't know. It, I didn't have an immediate need for it. Okay. Uh, but then it became part of my dowry because you like squeed the minute you saw it on my shelf. You were just like, Yee! well, it's just the factor that you actually had some very good spiritual material. Like, <laughs> You had done the checklist. One of you know, you got the check mark that I could, you know, enjoy having religious conversations with you, which we have a few. Yeah, and we can well, actually do logical mean, ones. Yeah, because like, yeah, when I when I did my about face from Christianity, let me tell you, it was a road. Yep. There was a lot of exploration. Uh, <laughs> universe, Joe, how many signs do you need? Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> they spell buffalo for me. B-U-F-F-A-L-O. Buffalo, New York. Yeah, save it. Okay. And then... New native Are you farm. having a moment where you're thinking the charts are going to be near identicals? I'm going to do a comparison. Okay. Ooh, but then we're telling people that like their child born during this blizzard and their ch and those in the audience born on January 28th, 1977 have the following qualities. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just saying well, every chart is individual. Well, yes. 
like, well, yeah, there's variants in there based on time of day. Right. Like, as in the thirds of And the location, day. like, you, you would have to be a oh, yeah. in Buffalo, New York. Yeah, so if you were born on January 28th <laughs> of 1977, mm -hmm. or, you know, what, December 23rd, 24th? December uh, 17th. December 17th, okay. December 17th of 2022, you in Buffalo, New York, mm -hmm. um, you might be getting ready to hear some things that may or may not exactly apply to you or your child. Sorry. Or grandchild, probably in that case. 77, yeah, most likely a grandchild. All right. So the suns were not in the same order. They were actually opposing. Okay. Both moons were in different locations. Um, sun squared the Venus. Uh, Storm of 22 uh, squared the Venus of Storm of 77. The moon conjuncted the Pluto, so that's not a big major list. So it's sounding like the most commonalities we've got right now is the, the um, eight day and the six years. Currently. I'm still yeah. looking over the chart. Okay. Are there any quirky ones? Like signs and houses that signs in that house are usually like, that's weird. No, not really. I mean, it looks like an average chart. Okay. Because um, there's like that whole Aries, Aries, Aries thing that it, or something that's like serial killer. No, that is or, the sun and your moon in Capricorn. Okay, your moon in Capricorn is the serial killer thing. Yeah. I was just curious, is, is it a moon in Capricorn thing? Right. Is it a serial killer day? Just no matter what you do. Earth a serial killer, you have a serial killer storm, you know. All right. Like, did they need to start running astrological charts for when the storm's predicted to hit and then just start naming the storm like John Wayne Gacy? Well, I've thought, I'm really annoyed now that they're predicting the storm, like they're naming storms. So that gives them more power. Well, there's that. I mean, I, and maybe that's a consideration. Like, what would happen? Sorry, now we've gone on a tangent. What would happen if we named a storm like John Wayne Gacy? Well, it should behave like John Wayne Gacy. Or Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Ooh, no, let's never do that. Mm-mm, no. Someone strike Dahmer from any storm list name. <laughs> like, just, mm-mm, no. Like, mm -mm, no, we're not. Mm -mm. All right. <laughs> oh, Shannon says, as long as they don't name any storms Karen, we should be good. Actually, there was a Hurricane Karen. All right, let me see if I can display this and show you guys what I was trying to do. Mm -hmm. um, to see if there were some similarities. Okay. Um, 
Can y'all see that? Does it show a wheel? It's it's getting there. Okay. Uh, no. Okay. We see nothing. All right. Give me a minute. Let me print it. Okay. Here, I'll pop you back out there. Or were you going to use that to display? No, pop me back out. Okay. There we go. All right. Oh, Brenda says, name one fluffy or sweetie, please. Let's just not name any storms. We do not want to give storms power. That is not a good well, thing to do. And Brenda, there's no way I could have a storm sweetie without constantly saying the words, hello, sweetie. And we all know the danger of that. Like we should. Someone spends enough time watching Doctor Who, one should know the danger of calling a storm, hello, sweetie. Right. <laughs> because, hmm. All right. That storm's going to ruin some shit. Mm -hmm. Might as well have just called it, you know, uh, hold my Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Hurricane Karen announced Florida responds with hold my Red Bull. <laughs> All right, guys. So there this is go. what the chart looks, the two charts look like. We looked at what time the storms hit, what year the storms hit. We put them both in Buffalo. There is no similarities that we can see in conjunctive matter. No. I'm sorry. I'm having the moment where I'm trying to rotate them. Yeah. See if I can make them line up in any way. But mentally, I can't. Yeah rotate them in any way in which they have enough commonality to be like, well, there it is. Right. No. You know, and you're looking at the triants here, your uh, occupants and your squares, and both days were a very trying day in general for the planets, but there's no commonalities, like Mercury was not in the same house in the same position, which is what we would be looking for. Oh, yeah. Tom Baker is definitely chef's kiss. Um, no, I have not seen the special trailer. Right. I, I like, I have just not had time to watch Doctor Who, mm -hmm. which I feel like needs to be said in a Catholic confessional. Like, I, I feel like there, I, I, I feel like there needs to be a Father Tom Barker, um, or, or Tom Baker. Sorry, I don't know why I said Barker. I'm having a moment. Um, you know, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Um, <laughs> you know, I have not seen the most recent Doctor Who's. Right. <clears throat> I am many seasons behind. Um, like, I, I feel like that needs its own, like, penance. Well, consult Father Tom and see what your penance is. Because he's the oh, God. priest I'm going to recognize as a Catholic priest. <laughs> oh, Oh, God. I mean, what is the penance there? I don't know. Like 10 hell dialects? <laughs> I mean, like what? Oh. Ace and new Greek candle with your saint candle. There we go. We'll have to figure that one out. And I do like the idea of saint ace and candles. Or when you need the shit pulled out of you. All right. So, guys, you know I have standards and I have policies and I preach to the psychics and I mentor. 
<laughs> to develop and get these together. <clears throat> oh God, great joke. We we gotta share this one. Or in the case of David Tennant, sorry, Daddy, I've been bad. Oh, definitely David Tennant. True. 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 All right. Sorry. Moving right along. So I preach and preach and preach and have preached this. We have had cases come, people come on. Um, well, hello, darling. How are you? Um, and it's like, no, you have to have the detective contact me because there's policies and procedures in place. So from the Smokesman Review, shoot it away, darling. Um, I'm having a moment figuring out what happened to that one. Oh, there it is. Sorry. University of Idaho professor sues TikTok psychic making false claims about homicides. Ooh, buckle up. Buckle up. The University of Idaho professor has sued a TikTok psychic for baselessly claiming the professor was involved in the killings of four students last month. Rebecca Schofield, the chair of the university's, uh, university's history department, filed a lawsuit against Ashley Gilliard, a self-styled Texas psychic who has been telling her more than 105,000 TikTok followers that Schofield was involved in the deaths. Schofield sent multiple cease and desist letters to Gilliard, who po uh, posted them on TikTok while continuing to accuse the professor of murder. According to the lawsuit, Schofield never met the victims and was out of town when the attack occurred. Gilliard told the Spokesman Review last month she has been building her, quote, right brain for years and uh, through tarot and other gifts and, quote, can see things. Um, in one of her readings, Gilliard said she saw the word history. She said she then used Google to search the University, University of Idaho's History Department webpage. As chair of the department, Schofield's photos were the first to appear on screen. Based on that, Gilliard said she decided the professor must be the killer. Uh, Gilliard has gained more than 20,000 followers and received millions of views since she began posting about the case. Before the lawsuit was filed, Gilliard told the Spokesman Review she's unconcerned with potential litigation from Schofield because Gilliard was sure she's right, despite having no evidence. Schofield said the online harassment and doxing from Gilliard and her and her viewers has been devastating. She's like torpedoing my life, Schofield said, and for no apparent reason. Um, the lawsuit argues the statements by Gilliard are defamatory and asks for damages to compensate Schofield, for the effect on her reputation and for emotional distress and punitive damages. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with Brenda there. That's just a what kind of yeah. moment? Like, first of all, first of all, first of all, like it's Why? a numbered, le uh, numbered list. Mistake number one, you never comment on an active investigation. Two, that active investigation, if you have information, goes to the detective. It is their choice what they do with it or not. Three, you saw the word history, not his story. 
Are you sure it was his street, not his story? Not, you know, look deeper into this? Like, why are you making these claims? Thirdly, I mean, don't get me wrong. As an IT guy, sometimes I just have to Google your symptoms of your computer problem. And, and sometimes I just go with the first result and I'll be damned it works. Um, maybe before you accuse someone of murder, go a few results. Just a few. Well, not only that, but you were not invited into this case. Uh -uh. At all. <sighs> Furthermore, you got a cease and desist letter. Yeah. Multiple. Yeah. Which you shared and used for more publicity while still accusing someone of murder. Yes. How do you call yourself a professional psychic? At this point in time, you have violated ethic code after ethic code after ethic code. You weren't invited into this case. You were not supposed to be releasing it. You don't release information on cases. Yes, I've worked on missing persons here. Yes, I've worked with police before. Guess what? You'll never get that information. Mm -mm. No. We don't you do have shot yourself in so many communities. Yes. Uh, proverbially, I mean. But. Well, not only that, but it's none of my business. When I am finished with a reading, I am done with the reading. Mm -hmm. I. And furthermore, who invited you in here? And how much bullshit for you to use Google to work on your predictions? <laughs> Sorry, I just saw a comment. Google from is not a pterodactyl. Google is not psychic ability. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, I think the words tarot by Googles are the scariest words I've ever heard. Yes. Um, I <laughs> just say it. Um, like, hmm. But I, yeah, no. I, I don't mean, that's not even a good research. Like, I'm sorry, that's a very vague clue. Mm -hmm. Can we all agree that, like, I, I think even professional psychics good. That's a pretty damn vague clue. Mm -hmm. History. Right. I mean, like. And what's worse is you're a published author. Oh, God. The Spiritual Path to Success. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, isn't that just the bite you in the ass moment? The spiritual path to success just led her happy ass mm -hmm. into litigation. Oh, yes. oh, oh, oh. Maybe your next book oh. you should write is a book called Psychic Ethics. <sighs> well, no, she's she's got to write the book, then fuck up, not the other way around. Still. <laughs> I'm just saying, that seems to be her pattern there. Yeah. All right, so the four meanings of history. The study of past events, particularly in human affairs. The past considered as a whole. Um, the whole series of past events connected with someone or something. An eventful past. A past characterizes uh, characterized by a particular thing. A continuous, uh, typically chronological record of important or public events or of a particular trend or trend uh, institution. A historical play, 
and a record kept by a web browser of the web pages and other files that has been used to access. All right. So, all right, you you vaguely get the word history or or the intuition. Oh yeah, does their book include instructions on how to Google your predictions? Probably. It sounds like it's one of the books I refuse to bring on. Possibly. But no, I'm just sitting here looking at the definition of the word history. Exactly. And my first thought is maybe this is more than the current events. Mm -hmm. You know, like there are four dead students. Why don't you look at the history of that university? Why don't you look at the history of the area and see if there is a pattern developing? Right. That would be my first intuition on it. Right. Like based on just if you vaguely get the word history. Right. That would be my first thought is like go to the fucking library and like you need to scroll through some microfiche. Well, not only that, but you don't base a prediction on one part of the information. This is cute. I love this. That's why I highlighted it. So I'm going to play this for a moment in my brain with my guide. I am not making a psychic prediction. I am Mm. not making predictions on this case. Clarification. What I would do, if I received this information, I wouldn't be Googling the history department. I would be asking the detective, have you looked into past incidents in this area? You might want to look into more unsolved crimes because this could be connected to another case. If I'm just getting the word history, I'm going to look for more connected to it. There might be a history with the third victim of this case. Okay, those would be things I would get off that meaning. I would not be going, let me Google. Oh, it's got to be this person. No, you have to test your predictions. Did you find a boot at this scene? Is there a watch missing from somebody? Is there a ring missing from somebody? Was there some unsolved information not provided in what I could have exaggerated? Before I would even go anywhere near this investigation. Mm -hmm. And if someone involved in this investigation sees this, please understand I am not making predictions. I am not working your case. If you're interested in it, have you the lead detective contact my business manager. The information is below and I will only correlate with them. Yeah. But. This is one of those situations, like, this is the difference between someone being brought in as a psychic on a case, which is not what occurred here, and someone grabbing for publicity and headlines to sell books, to sell books and, you know, make a career, and, you know, horribly, and doing horribly, right, like, dear God, do it wrong, do it all wrong, just follow no rules. Right. Like, I mean, it's one thing if you got this prediction or, or this this information and, okay, you're an idiot, so you Googled it and you went, oh, my God, it's Schofield. 
And then you called the police department, talked to the lead detective, did the whole, I'm a psychic and I have information. Mm-hmm. And then when it's snow-filled. Yeah. I, like, at least it would have stopped there. And while it might have brought suspicion onto that professor, at least it would have been a quiet suspicion that was easily debunked. Mm-hmm. And not 105,000 people, like, doxing this person and this torpedoing their career. Right. Because, I mean, I'm sorry, who wants to take Dr. Death for history? Right. Well, not only that, but this is, you know, (coughs) this is majorly, majorly bad. Majorly bad in the business. it's just wrong to do. It pisses me off when we got this new story. I about think oh, goodness yeah. the ceiling. Because yeah. I'll make comments to Joe about a case that I see on the news. Yeah. I'm um, not putting it out on press. Yeah, let me tell you though, it's really annoying to watch like unsolved mysteries, cold case files, whatever with him. Because he'll just blurt out of nowhere, like, they need to check the lake. And it's like, will you stop? <laughs> just stop. Like, yeah. Please no. <laughs> like, now I feel like I have information about a case that I have nothing to do with. <laughs> right. Thousands of miles away. Right. And it's like, well, I'm glad the universe heard that. I'm hopeful someone goes and checks the lake now. Right. You know, whatever. Like, he does. He blurts stuff out. I do. But I don't do it on freaking live camera. No. Well, and it's just as bad. It's just as bad on, like, you know, uh, Snapped or, like, shows like that. Mm -hmm. Like, every once in a while, he'll just be watching and going, she didn't do it. What? She didn't do it. She's innocent. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm glad you're, you know, on my team because on her team, you're kind of sucking right now. <laughs> like that bitch on death row. What the hell are you talking about? She didn't do it. Well, you know, depending on the case and I can't comment on the cases. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it is, I will say, it's a little annoying. Well, and it's because there's some that it's just evident. It's like, yeah. this woman didn't kill these people. This occurred because of X, Y, and Z, and they need to check this. You mm-hmm. know, we recently ran into that with something you brought to my attention. And I'm like, yeah, there's probably a <coughs> medical situation that occurred there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that's yeah, yeah. That, that was one of the things that I I fell down a rabbit hole about two weeks ago watching this. Mm-hmm. I, it it was one of those weird like TikTok videos of a Law and Order that was ripped from the headlines with minor changes, and then you, like I fell down the rabbit hole of like so now I want to know about the real case. So then there's a documentary, and I watched the documentary and. 
Next thing I know, I was almost late for my massage therapy appointment. Like, my morning was starting so great, and then I did that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is entirely how this professor gets, uh, oh, how the profession gets a bad name and uh, reputation. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. and this is also why I believe we need a professional guild, the same as SAG, uh, which is the Screen Actors Guild, or a union, the same as the Plumbers Guild, so that the profession could take steps against her. And people like her. Yeah. Because now I want to, like, I literally want to know, like, is this bitch on a network somewhere? Right. Because, like, if this is what you're professionally going to do, I think people need to know not to call your ass. Yes. Like, or that you exist and you're the same bitch. Yes. And then a business advice thing. If you get a cease and desist, shut your mouth. Generally speaking, yes. I mean, there are some instances where, like, yeah, a, a consultant, attorney. Right. Like, but if you know what you're, well, and I guess she's trying to claim that what she did wasn't wrong because she's 100% sure she's right. Yeah. Um, That's a lot of hubris. She's proven wronger. Yeah, that, that's a lot of hubris. Um. But now there are situations where you can wrongfully receive a cease and desist. Right. Um, in which you're not doing anything wrong, but you really need to talk to an attorney mm-hmm. and clarify that. Um, as did she um, need to talk to an attorney and clarify that. Mm-hmm. Because this is probably going to ruin her life mm-hmm. financially. Hopefully, hopefully she's purchased malpractice insurance. Yeah, let's hope. Yeah, which is becoming a thing. Yeah. All right, guys, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll find out if Joe's an asshole this week. All right. Welcome back, goblins! My name is Jason, and I am the host of the Esoteric Book Club, a podcast that examines titles on the magical, paranormal, the mysterious, and the strange. I release two episodes a month in which I review books on esoteric topics, recap news of the weird, and conduct interviews with authors, practitioners, and experiencers. The Esoteric Book Club can be found on every major podcast service or can be streamed directly from esotericbookclub.org. Hi, I'm Tracy Van. I provide a blended reading consisting of mediumship, psychic, and tarot cards. A reading from me can cover any guidance you need from relationships with your partner or your family, spiritual, financial, any questions you may need clarity on. If you would like to book an appointment with me, check out my website, tracyvan.com. That's T-R-A-C-Y-V-A-N-N.com. I have bookings from 15 to 60 minutes you may choose from. That helps if you just have a quick question, need an answer, or if you're looking for a reading in more depth, I'm here to provide the guidance and clarity for you. Uh, Let's just figure it out. Bye. 
Hi, Techie Joe here. I work with Ace and Knight, some of the best psychics in West Virginia, to create amazing live streams and podcasts for the Psychic Coffee Shop Network. Together, we brew up great content discussing news, events, hot topics, and more, all from a psychic perspective. On the Psychic Coffee Shop, we interview amazing authors in the metaphysical realm. Coffee and Tea combines Asen with Tracy, Dottie, Natalie, or Lady Gwendolyn for the good and the bad of being a psychic. Shameless self-promotion with Dottie the Psychic talks to leading and emerging YouTubers and business owners in our community. Mountain Bears brings you the latest in LGBT news and politics. The Psychic That Plans answers the question of, well, how a psychic plans. Plus, we're live on air. We take your comments and your questions, including psychic advice questions. Check out our amazing programming, book an appointment with top psychics, and find out all the wonderful things we have to offer at PCSBnetwork.com today. Hi, I'm Ace Knight. I provide tarot readings covering everything from love and relationships to your life questions and your most spiritual answers. And also, I provide a lot of guidance and finances and divorces and all those relationship problems. So, if you'd like to get a reading from me privately, not on air, you can feel free to do so by visiting aceandnight.com and booking your appointment. I also provide on-demand services, so if your life is a little chaotic, you can go ahead and click that call now button there on my site, right for a quick answer question. Alright guys, back to the show. Enjoy! All right, welcome back. <laughs> so first up out of the gate, the poll is up on the Ace and Night YouTube, where you can vote if Joe is the asshole or not. There we go. Am I the asshole for calling my boy, uh, my brother's girlfriend a gold digger after she Googled the cost of our Christmas gifts? My brother James has a girlfriend, Lindsay, who he's been dating for seven months. He decided to bring her to Christmas at my house, stay over Christmas Eve, and leave the next day after lunch. I'd met Lindsay at drinks before this, and she seemed nice. When they arrived, Lindsay walked in and complimented my decorations, large tree and the foyer, and asked how much they cost. I was a bit surprised by the question, but I just said more than I'd like and moved on. Throughout the evening, she asked several questions centered around money. She asked my husband how much he paid for our house, my stepdad how much money he made in his previous job, how much my watch cost. She even Googled one of our pieces to see how much it sold for and started talking about how crazy it was that we spent that much, which, frankly, was very uncomfortable. My stepdad pulled my brother aside and asked if there was a problem, but my brother just said it was normal for her to do that, but he did say he'd speak to her about it. On Christmas morning, we all gathered round to open presents, and thankfully, Lindsay didn't say anything untoward. So I figured James had spoken to her about her intrusive questions. However, at lunch, we were talking about plans for January, and Lindsay loudly said she didn't know how we could afford to do anything in January, and she added up the total we'd spent on gifts and then proudly proclaimed the total amount. The whole table went silent, and honestly, I was equal part shocked and annoyed that someone could be so ignorant. I looked at Lindsay and said, you are the world's most diligent gold digger. 
Seriously, would you like to be the family accountant since you're already tracking expenses? Lindsay stuttered out an apology and tried to explain, but my stepdad just changed the conversation and we moved on. She was mercifully quiet for the rest of dinner. After, I, after they left, my brother messaged me saying I'd really upset Lindsay and was out of line with what I had said. I argued that he said uh, he'd talked to her and he clearly didn't. Not that someone should have needed guidance to know how crass her comments were. He is saying I owe both of them an apology, but I think Lindsay's behavior was disgraceful. My parents say Lindsay was wrong, but I probably should have said something in private or they could have, and I shouldn't have said something in front of everyone. Am I the asshole? Mm, mm, mm. Hmm. <sighs> oh, see, I have trouble with this one. Okay. Like, I was there for Lindsay as the asshole, like, not the asshole. All the way until the OP said, you're the world's most diligent gold digger. Seriously, would you like to be the family accountant since you're already tracking expenses? That's a touch aggressive. That's a, like, I understand you're annoyed, but that's really aggressive. No, that's, what's aggressive is she's sitting there nickeling and diming the family assets. Well, but is she doing it out of like, you know, because there, there is a poverty problem mm-hmm. that can happen in which you get very mindful and concerned with the cost of things. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if this is an e- severe economic deficiency difference. Well, like in how she grew, how Lindsay grew up. All right. And like, she's just, oh my God, how do you afford this? Right. You know, just like I'm, you know, shocked and awed. And then you say something about doing stuff in January. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to do anything for 10 years, honey. Right. You know, like I could see that. I mean, it it doesn't make it an acceptable thing. And it's one of those things like you have to overlook while you try to fix it. Ooh, I mean, but. Like, and it would still make Lindsay the asshole. She's still the asshole. I don't care. You don't sit there and add it up. Like, I'm just, like, but that's the only thing I can think of is there's got to be a severe, like, level of deficiency there. Like, that's the only thing that works in my mind. Like, for there to be an alternative to, like, you are the most diligent gold digger. Like, you have added it up. You have taken the receipts. You know what this family is worth, what we're making, when we're making it, how we're making it. Um, Like, I'm just trying to see, like, is there another, like, plausible? Because works for the government. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Okay. What Lindsay does? Yeah, Lindsay works what for does the she government. Do? Oh, what does she do for the government? Um... A tax assessor. <laughs> okay, see, I think that's a reasonable excuse. Yeah. To be like, sometimes people bring their work home with them, <laughs> and they can't not, like, it's a problem. Right. 
like she deals with this all day long. So I'm thinking that maybe OP needed to understand that. And they, like, I think the biggest asshole here has got to be the brother for not running better interference on both sides of like, look, my girlfriend is a tax assessor. This is what she does for a living. And it can be problematic in conversations. Right. I understand that. Try to cut her some slack. She means nothing by it. She is not a gold digger. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not the deal. Right. On the flip side, trying to talk to her of like, honey, can you please leave work at work this year? Yeah. You please, 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 please try not to do the thing where you go through everyone's stuff and tell them what it's worth. Right. Because he's had to have experienced this. He has had to have lost friends for it. Exactly. But I can, like, I see this as a very, like, she's got to be great at her job. Like, she can't be a gold digger if she's damn good at a, at a real gainful employment. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so, I think the gold digger comment was a little, mm. um, no, still. The gold digger comment is very accessible, okay? Point blank, accessible. <laughs> oh! Oh, yeah. Oh, Crawley the Aquarius here would have done that. <laughs> You don't sit there and Google your freaking guests and see how much they cost. It's just one of those things. You don't talk about money unless you're talking about business. Not mm -hmm. at Christmas. I don't know. We had to explain this to my father at one point. Okay. He did. He was dating this woman. Uh-huh. And he bought her this very lovely ring. And it was. It was really pretty. It was really nice. And apparently her first response was, oh, my God, you shouldn't have spent that kind of money. Right. You know, like like she was having that moment of, like, I didn't buy you anything this expensive. I didn't blow. You know, the like a lot of people do when you get something really nice and you're just blown away. Right. And my father looks back and says, well, I saved the receipt. It's in the bag. It was on clearance and a discount. And then I got a discount for, and my dad had paid like next to nothing for this ring. Right. And like that blown away, huh? Really tarnishes quickly when you find out that this is disc, you know, that this is clearance shelf discounted. Right. Like, no one wanted this ring, okay? <laughs> like, she did. She thought she was getting, like, a thousand-some dollar, just not, like, an engagement ring or anything, right. but just a general ring. Right. And, you know, like, a piece of jewelry, a really nice piece of jewelry. And it was right. pretty. I'll give Dad credit. He had good taste in jewelry. Um, But finding out that like grand total he spent like a hundred bucks mm -hmm. <laughs> like you know it was just i could understand her like moment of like severe deflation yep oh and yes gold digger gold digger. oh brenda saying gold digger joe she's probably checked his tax records back to his teens and knows every cent of his net worth I wouldn't necessarily have a problem with that. Yep. Like, I figure my sister knows the same information on me, so, you know. 
sorry, I have a sister who's an accountant. Mm -hmm. I, I should point that out. I have a sister who is an accountant. Yep. I have no belief in my life. My sister either doesn't ha already have uh -huh. or could easily have mm -hmm. total access to like my tax records back to my first filing and like my credit score and everything else. Or that she might not just check it, it you know, every once in a while to see how I'm doing. Uh-huh. She'll have problems here in about two years, but that's just my little plan. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I I I don't feel like I would be upset about that at this point because it's Lisa and it's meant with love. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't have said that out loud. But anyway, it's my sister, it's meant with love. Uh-huh. Again. So, you know, I like I, I would take it as the oh that it right. really should be instead of the well, you did what? Right. <laughs> I mean, some things you just accept about people and move on. Yeah, no. Not yeah. Adam our QuickBooks. <laughs> oh. All right, so the poll is open. Please feel free to vote. And let's go over to relationship advice that, of course, is surrounding Christmas. Oh, yes, because we, we got to keep it topical, all right? Yeah, well, you know, people are going through this. All right, 26 female, 31 male. How do I explain I'm disappointed without upsetting him? I turned 26 today, and I can't shake this depressed feeling. I'm just so disappointed. I never really expect anything for my birthday because it's so close to Christmas. Friends are away or busy, nobody has money, and most activities are closed. Every year, my boyfriend has disappointed me. Excuse me. We've been together for five years, and the first two, he forgot to even get me anything. This year, he mentioned multiple times how excited he was because he finally, quote, got it right and had even ordered gifts months in advance and had plans for us. I got a single gift on Christmas and a single one on my birthday, both amounting to 40 pounds at the most together. And it's not about the money. It's just to give an idea of what these gifts were. I feel so stupid for getting excited. I always feel like an afterthought for everyone. I always go above and beyond for his birthday, but I can't imagine him putting in that effort for me. Even the plans got ruined because he didn't pre-book it or check if it was even open on my birthday. We ended up staying in and eating a takeaway and doing our own thing. The same thing we do every day. I wouldn't be so upset if he hadn't uh, uh, bigged it up or if the gifts had been better. For reference, I spent nearly 200 pounds on his birthday alone and around 100 pounds on his Christmas gifts. I'm just so sad. I don't know how he thought I'd be over the moon today. He got upset at me for saying it was a day and that it was fine. I tried explaining how and why I was disappointed, but he just heard disappointed and got so upset about it. Huh. <sighs> You want to take your shot first? I mean, I don't think there's any way to not make him upset. Like, I, I think 
you, he deserves to be upset. I think you have the right to be upset as well and to upset him for the upsetness. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're not talking about like, you know, your, your, your stupid boyfriend fucked up Christmas or your stupid boyfriend fucked up your birthday. Mm-hmm. Either of those can be forgivable. He did both. Right. At the same time, knowing after four years of screwing it up, Right. The problems that surround your birthday and Christmas. Right. Um, and then have the audacity mm-hmm. to be like, I got it right this year. I, mm-hmm. I've got it right. I pre-ordered gifts. I pre-ordered gifts. And I have plans. Right. But you didn't have plans. You had thoughts of plans. Yes. That you didn't do anything to ensure would happen. Right. And your gifts were kind of garbage. Mm-hmm. And then even having the moment in which you should have realized you fucked up. Right. Dude, you effed up. Right. You didn't really try to do something extra. To, like, counterbalance. Like, and I think that's reasonable. Like, right. you know really nice restaurant, maybe get some friends together. Right. Like, bribe some friends to come out. Like, I know you're at home with your family. I know you're taking care of your kid. I know. Like, I'll I'll give you 20 bucks to show up. Well, I'll buy your meal. (laughs) But it's not that hard. You'll pick up your phone. Arouse, are you open on Thursday? You are great. Can I get a table for two? Uh-huh. Well, honey, you know, your birthday is on a date that's very much a closed date. It's Christmas Eve. Everything closes at six. So what I'm going to do is I've ordered us a every plate. I'm going to cook dinner. And put it on the table. I want you to go enjoy the bubble bath I've got ran for you. I've picked up your favorite bottle of wine. Go enjoy the candles. When you get out, I've got a new rope for you. You put that on and come have dinner. And then let's have a nice quiet night in. And then in the new year, let's go out on a date night. Yep. Not that hard to do. However... She's had five years of failed birthdays with this man. And I'm not saying it's all about the money. I don't think anyone thinks it's all about the money. It's just try. Could you try? Could you try? Like, I think she would have been happy with like a $5 Christmas gift and spend something, get her something amazingly connected to her. Doesn't really matter what the cost is. Mm Mm-hmm. But something amazingly for her mm-hmm. on her birthday would have been thrilled. Mm-hmm. Joe, honey, how long have yes. we been together? Five years. Okay. How many anniversaries? The, how many anniversaries have you gotten to plan? Uh, how many anniversaries have I gotten to plan? Uh huh. I, I don't know. Two. Okay. How many birthdays have you gotten to plan? Uh, I think technically three. Okay. If you messed up on two of those, 
Who would be planning them? Not me. Exactly. <laughs> when we go out of town, who picks the hotel and who plans the trip? You do. Why? Um, well, there's very good reasons. Like, you know, if I pick a hotel, I'm going to go low rate and I'm not going to care about the towels monogrammed with, um, Sharpie or, you know, termites. Um, I'm just saying it's truth. I I've done this before. I cannot book a hotel room without it being a disaster. Right. Like my frugal kicks in on me and I'm like, I'm not paying $124. Mm-hmm. And I flip over and find like the lowest rate. Right. And inevitably, this all goes downhill from there. Right. Every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. Uh huh. So, who plans travel? I do. If not, he has a guide to plan travel. <laughs> we have an apartment in Fairmont. We have an apartment in Charleston. We have an apartment in. <laughs> exactly. Yes, and if yeah. not, here's my choice rewards card. It has our particulars already added into it. <laughs> yes, it will it tell you the hotel to go to. Yes. Stop yes. letting people in your life that cannot do these tasks handle these tasks. True. True. Oh, so Shannon's been here too. My husband got so annoyed that I never wanted to have big parties for my birthday. I just wanted to go out to eat, go to the movies, and do cake and ice cream with the kids. Then he decided he was going to have a huge party. I told him no one would come, so don't bother. He made a big deal about it, and guess what? No one showed up. He was pissed. About five years later, he could have a party with a few close friends for my birthday that people would come to, but he would just do tacos and go swimming. Oh. Aww. I can see. And then here's the other thing. Like, I'm simple. I, I can be really simple for Christmas. Uh-huh. Like, I just want to go out to eat. Preferably with friends. Like, that's usually, yeah. Okay. I've told you about that for years. That's what my friends and I did all the way through college. We would just go out to eat for Christmas. Right. Um, Like, that's it. Like, you know, I want to have fun. I want to be around people. Um, And then for my birthday, we don't celebrate that. We celebrate July 4th. Yes. Because if we celebrate my birthday, someone's going to end up with property damage in the emergency room. Like, it's going to be a near-death experience for at least one someone. Yeah. Like, and I really, really hate being sick on my birthday. Uh Uh-huh. And or having, like, horrible food poisoning or whatever. Like, it never fails. Right. Like, I rarely have gotten to have a good birthday. So right. I just don't try. We celebrate July 4th. Exactly. Not my birthday. Uh, yeah, if we do a surprise party, I'd probably have a heart attack having nothing to do with the surprise. Right. Um, I like Brenda's comment, though. If friends can't get together, celebrate half birthdays. A friend had a Christmas baby. They celebrate June 25th. Nice weather. His friends are free, and it's not a holiday. He could arrange that. 
it would not take that much time to debate that. True. My birthday True. is quite simple. I want to do three things on my birthday. <laughs> Those aren't appropriate for air, honey. Yes, they are. Okay. <laughs> I want to not wake up to an alarm clock. I want my planner to have stickers all over it because I've blocked out all the time. And <laughs> I want to enjoy a drink at the end of the day. Oh, you did do the appropriate list. Okay, cool. Yes. <laughs> it's not the whole list, though. <laughs> but those are the base three things I want for my birthday. Those are the base three things. It is at the end of March. It is cold. It normally has a storm if Easter is a week within it. Yep. Yeah, like your yours is a struggle. Yeah. Um, some years. Most like if it weren't for your very specific list, like the I, and I'm what I'm referring to is like if you wanted to like go swimming on your birthday, <laughs> oh shoot me. Right. Um the if 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 you want to plan a trip a hundred and some miles away, oh just shoot me. Uh-huh. We're gonna be snowed in. Uh-huh. Um, like it's right there at like the break point. Right. Between it could be a beautiful day. Right. Or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, and there's real no in between. Right. It's either gonna be like 65, sunny, and amazing. Uh-huh. Or it's gonna be cold as hell, snowy in the middle of a storm. Right. There's no in-between for you. Right. But I've created a very easy list for my husband to negotiate on my birthday. He wants yes. to not have appointments, yep. not work, yep. watch what they call boring TV. I find very interesting TV. And not have responsibilities or decisions to make. Oh, yeah. Oh, so Brenda understands Ace in February here. Never know if the weather will be nice or <laughs> knee-deep snow. Exactly. No, you don't. It's, yeah. No. That's why I struggle sometimes with Christmas plans. Mm-hmm. Um, is for the same reason. Right. Is you don't know what you're getting. Like Christmas and Thanksgiving, like from Thanksgiving on, you really don't know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Like trying to plan for those holidays is a little touch and go. Right. Like I remember when we did Merapi, mm-hmm. we had multiple failover dates. Right. Just in case. Because right. it's bad enough trying to, to plan for... And it almost never failed. The the actual holiday, actual Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. seemed to inevitably work out. It was beautiful. It was a 70-degree day. Like, don't ask me why. It was crazy. And then we would plan like two weeks later, and we would have snow. Right. Good four plus inches of snow on the ground. Right. And that was where we were in Princeton, West Virginia. The surrounding areas where everyone was coming from or the in-between was worse. Yeah. And it was like, okay, what's our failover date? <laughs> like, I don't know how many times we had to fail over. I really think July 4th should be Merapi Day. <laughs> well, just about now. Well, that's what I'm saying. That way we can just have it all together. We can do all the birthdays. We can do all the damn holidays. We have one big meal. I can throw every bad day out of my kitchen. I can do the cooking, have it on the table, and everyone can enjoy. I know, but then I can't go swimming. Yes, you can. We have so many extra people then. And, like, don't and we can take them to the lake. 
We can even get a pavilion at the lake. Okay, fine. Then you man the, the grill at the pavilion at the lake. That's fine. I don't have okay. to man the grill. I can have the food <clears throat> delivered hot. <clears throat> well, there you go. Because I think we'd all rather enjoy that. Yes. And it keeps the one who can't swim out of the water. Um, and it keeps the one who can't swim out of the water most of the time. And I can swim when I I can, but I can't. Like I play in the water, and I enjoy playing in the water. Honey, in a game of Dunk the Witch, yeah. you're a witch, and you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, oh no, he is not buying me a kids' pool. I we've already talked about the other day. plans. I had a hot tub plan for the backyard. He could have bought me a kiddie pool the other day. Yeah. We were at Tractor Supply. They were marked down at this time of year for $7.49, and that's for the big one. You know, I might go back and get a couple, though. <laughs> well, the little ones were $4 and something. I know. I'm just thinking that those would make lovely pools for the dogs. Oh, yeah, they'd be great. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. No, see, kiddie pool doesn't count. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm one of those people, unless I can get water up to my neck, I'm just sitting here going, why did I piss myself? Now I just have to change clothes. Uh-huh. Because that's what it feels like. I know. Like, I've never liked the kiddie pool experience. It just, mm-mm, nope. It's like, why did I pee myself? Yeah. This is my advice to Pink Vaughn to this user. Pink vomit. Yeah. Take <laughs> over your take over your birthday. Do not allow him to have to think about it. Give him an Amazon list. He has an Amazon list for any time he needs a gift. I learned this with my second husband. I love this. My boyfriends have an Amazon list. Yes. Okay. They need to figure out what to go buy me. All they have to do is go to Amazon. They're on the list. Uh-huh. It is, it is. You make your birthday dinner plans. Or you order something that he can cook. Yeah. You give him a to-do list. Men operate great on to-do lists. Especially when there's tasks involved. They do wonderful on that. Normally. And you don't believe his hype. Because obviously he cannot shop for you. I don't know. This sounds like you need to pair him with a best friend. Uh, like one of her best friends. Mm -hmm. Just pair him up and be like, you're going to supervise him. Mm -hmm. Like, I, this is all I ask for you for the rest of my life. Right. You must supervise his birthday Christmas plan. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, Burnsville Lake was nice, and pontoon rentals were reasonable. Aeson can stay on board. You can swim or tube. This sounds wonderful. And I can enjoy a nice tube. You could. You could. Yes. And we tried to find him the giant floaties for adults, and they don't make them anymore. No, I don't want the arm floaties. I want that nice raft that I can lay out on and do and accomplish two things at one time. 
I am the king of multitasking. I want a nice tan. I want to spend time with Joe. In the water, I can do both on one of those lovely bed rafts. Yep. Meanwhile, uh, I, I don't feel like going to a, a Burnsville Lake would probably be the best for me in July. Debatable. Because he tans, I incinerate. You um, vampire proof. Do what? Now? We've got you vampire level. I know we do. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, but no, we need to check Moncove Lake and see if they got a pavilion down there and just have Marappi there. Hey, that mm, well, they have a pool. Yeah. Which is weird. I'm still mentally frustrated by that. Mm -hmm. What the hell, Moncove Lake? I just the one question we have. As a family that grew up swimming at the beach at Moncove Lake, what the hell inspired you to put a pool next to the lake and close the beach? True. We're so confused. Mm -hmm. And we also want to know, should we get tested for some things? Like, you know, <laughs> like we figure it had to be something big. And they have, like, go-karting and biking and swimming and boating and hiking. And, you know, the ones coming in from out of town can even go camping. Oh, See, it would be fun. It would, it be, would fun. be great. Um, I, I, And you might get me back in a go-kart. That might be interesting. It's been a while. I said never again after I wrapped an axle around a fence post. I, I, you know, but that's been like 28-ish years. Right. <laughs> I might do it again. And it does have three picnic shelters for reservations. Cool. Uh -huh. We can make this work. I think I've solved the freeze-over plan. <laughs> the happy summer plan. Yes. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Crawley. I just read your comment. I feel you, man. I feel you. Me trying to tan is like a fork in the microwave. Yes. Yeah, it's um, Mon Cove Lake. Um, mm -hmm. You know, because we're getting into the season when we start looking at, you know, things we're going to do this summer. Yep. That's down in Monroe County, West Virginia. Yep. Has a beautiful lake. It's lovely there right now. It's thirty-four degrees, but it's lovely. Cell phone signal sucks. Just an FYI, cell phone signal sucks. Yes. Um, the road is a little hard to find. Plan to go past it a couple of times before you find it. Mm -hmm. It'll be okay. You won't get that lost. You'll know if you've screwed up. Right. But it but... was very pretty when we were up there, so mm -hmm. this could be an option. Oh, yeah. It's always been pretty property. Yeah. Like, it, it is freakishly pretty. Well, you know, it's one of the spots that, you know, I might like to disappear to. Yeah. yeah. Um, And that's the photos of a lake that we have in the, I believe, intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so... and we do have Wi-Fi there at the campgrounds. Oh, holy hell. With their internet speed. I don't know. It just is free Wi-Fi. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I'm just having that moment. I just can't imagine it's more than like 200 megabit for the whole campground. Yeah. Like one person streams frozen for their kids and like right. it's all over. Like it took years for them to get phone service. Yeah. Like I remember we had property up there and we never had our own phone. Mm-hmm. There was only, I think, like one or two houses up there that had phone service. Mm -hmm. And that's because they ran a straight line up the hill and patched on two people. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know, there's been a long time. We were going to always get a house at the lake. Yeah, because we sold that property in 1990, to give mm -hmm. you all a reference point. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the last time I've stayed over at Moncove Lake was in the 90s. Early. No, late 80s. Oh, goodness. Late 80s. What? I'll send you a link. Oh, I'll send you a link. Oh, it must be good. What, do they have fiber? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I think you will be shocked and kick yourself. Oh, no. Did you find the property and it's now worth a million? No. Oh. Oh, well, isn't that cute? Oh, that's just Darlin. Look familiar? Sorry. No. <laughs> it's the circle. Well, I know it's on the main drag of Moncove Lake. I got that when it was on Moncove Lake. If you go Drive. to the third picture, you'll notice the, the house. I'm looking at picture three, and it doesn't do anything for me. One, two, three. Okay. Four. Six. It's picture six. Still doesn't do anything for me. Isn't that the trailer? Oh, hell no. Oh, okay. No, we were on one of the side roads that originally, like, when we sold it, it didn't have a name. Okay. Um, but I, like, if you want me to find it, I can find it. Well, we'll just put um, a little note up there for, in case it comes up. All right, guys, we hope you've enjoyed the show. It's been a really fun night with you guys. And, you know, we've covered some interesting stories. So let's go check out our poll and see if Joe wins the asshole award this week. Yes. Don't say I'm the asshole. Don't say I'm the asshole. You are not the asshole again this week. Yay! Yeah. Oh. Well, very cool. Very cool. Sorry, now I'm looking down Long Cove Lake Road. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to remember. <sighs> Underwood, Cougar, Mud Hole. No, it's not off Mud Hole. Uh, no, 
just Whitehorn. No, I think I'm on the wrong, wrong side of the lake. Yeah, because there's yeah, a lot I'm on the east water. side. It's on the west side, I bet. Long Cove Lake. Well, that's the inner road. No, that's when I should probably be at. Oh, come on. All right. I remember it. Oh, darling. Devil Creek. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting there. Now, we do want to welcome Devin. You've not been added to the slidership, but you will be. Thank you for joining the Patreon. I also want to remind my Patreons, we have a meeting tomorrow night at 6 p.m. for your station update and break conversation. Yay! Barista chat! Yes, it is posted in your Patreon. So, with that, take it away, Vanna. All right, so of course we want to thank Beverly Walker, Minka G, Kathy, Mary Winfield, Brenda Bryan, Shannon C, Shannon D, Lady Gwendolyn, Charles Shaw, Dottie the Psychic, Tracy Van, and Caitlin Bell. If you'd like to learn more about us, the show, or how you too can become a Patreon sponsor and receive all the wonderful benefits our baristas receive, please visit us at pcspnetwork.com. Yes, and everything should be getting updated at the first of the month because I'm working on them. So with Absolutely. that, y'all, we will see our Patreons tomorrow night at 6 p.m. and then at 8 o'clock under the Rowan Tree is at 8 p.m. I will be back with Joe on Thursday night um, with the 2023 predictions for the year. And see what made my list for 2023. Mm -hmm. So with that, we'll see you later. Bye, guys. Good night. Good night. Can't stop.